Hello, friends, and welcome to the Legacy Homeschool Reflections podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Adams. I'm a homeschool graduate from the pioneer days of the homeschooling movement. I've been married to my husband, Matt, for 21 years, and we have seven children ranging in ages from five up to almost 20 as of next month. So I'm glad that you've joined me for this episode. And we're going to start out with Joshua 1.9 today that says, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. So we're going to talk about homeschooling today. We're going to go back to the topic of homeschooling. We talk about all kinds of topics on this podcast that pertain to um, biblical womanhood for ladies of all ages and seasons of life, whether single or married. But today we're going to talk about mothering and homeschooling in particular in the area uh, area of organization and schoolroom organization. And I thought it would be fun if we would just kind of reminisce about the schoolrooms and the school um, kind of areas that we've had in our family through the years. I was thinking through this yesterday and just thinking about all the houses we've lived in and the different setups we've had for our school area. And so I chose Joshua 1.9 because it says um, to be of good courage, to not be afraid, to not be dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest and I know that it's very easy to lose courage to be fearful in this area of homeschooling we're afraid we're not doing things up to par or um, we can be dismayed with how things often do not run according to plan or schedule or as smoothly as we would like but the verse says the Lord is with us wherever we go. And that could, you know, be um, applied to the area of where we go with our homeschool books in our learning time. So if you start way back in the very beginning, even before our family officially started the school years, I remember living in our first little house with a little girl, my oldest, Um, when she was just a preschooler. And I remember we had some kind of subscription to a monthly learning box that would come and it would have fun little activities. And I remember taking her to the kitchen table. It was a small table back then. We had a small little family and it fit us just perfectly. And we would open her little box and we would do fun learning activities together. I also remember during the time we lived in that house that um, we would, well, I remember reading Charlotte's Web to her. I think she was around four years old at the time um, when I had probably mostly when I had two children, probably a little bit when I had three or four, but it became um, much more uncommon to go, we would go to the library. And back then the story times were pretty um, sweet and wholesome. And, you know, we're talking almost 20 years ago. And, but we would go to story time and we would check out books from the library. And so those are sweet learning memories as well. Well, then we, um, we were getting closer to the homes officials homeschooling years 
And I remember just really being eager to get started with homeschooling. I remember thinking, oh, that will give, you know, structure to our day and uh, it will be just such a, a fun adventure. And I was excited about it. And now I look back after all these years and think, oh, how, you know, how amazing it was when we could do anything we wanted to do all day. We could just go to the park or go walk around the mall or whatever, you know, that we used to do back in those early years, meet with friends and have play dates and all of those things we used to do. Um, and I'm so sorry. I, I am parked in a kind of a private area to try to get away from road noise. If you hear like an ambulance and a plane just went overhead, it's not as quiet as I had hoped it would be back here. Thanks for bearing with the noise. But anyway, so we got started on our homeschooling journey and um, we lived in a different house and we had an upstairs kind of game room area that we turned into our homeschool room. And I was excited. Um, you know, it was a, a decent size room. Um, I had a desk up there. We actually went to Ikea and bought like a big cabinet for our art supplies and two shelves that went with the cabinet that we could put books on. And um, we had a reclining, like a recliner that I could sit and read to my children. We had a marker board up on the wall and I was excited. We had a real official, you know, homeschool room. Well, not long after she had started in her homeschooling, we ended up going with my husband on a work trip to Sella, Germany for a two and a half months, probably. And so we took our homeschool books with us to Germany. And so I remember homeschooling in this teeny tiny little hotel apartment that the company rented out for us very small apartment but it had a little sitting room and um a table and we were homeschooling there and at the time we had started with mystery of history volume one and we had the little timeline figures and we were um putting up um, each day's timeline figure on the window in the kitchen in this little tiny hotel apartment in Germany. And so many days there, it was so overcast and rainy and drizzly and gray skies. And, you know, it just, um, sometimes that window would look so dreary, but we had those timeline figures growing, you know, a larger and larger, um, picture there growing as we would add new figures to it. So then we went back to Texas and we continued homeschooling and we had um, several, our family was really growing in that house. And so um, I have memories of sitting around the marker board with a baby in the baby bouncer and trying to teach my children that were of early elementary school age. I have memories of sitting in the recliner, nursing a baby while trying to do a read aloud with the children. And during that time, we tried out the workbox system. And at the time, what I was seeing was not the tower works box systems with the drawers that, you know, um, just are stacked vertically on top of each other. It was some kind of like a rack with all these shoe boxes. It took up a lot of space. And so I had this for at least two of my children. And I went all out on it, you know, with like um, little um, 
pictures that I printed out and laminated and Velcro. And there was this whole system where they were supposed to move these little pictures um, and attach them to the Velcro. And then I was supposed to take them off at night and change all these things out. And it was this big system. And honestly, it just never... Um, that at least that the Velcro thing just never worked out. I didn't have time to work the system. It might have been a good system, but having so many little ones um, and homeschooling, I didn't have time to oversee the system and keep it running properly. I think the work boxes did help us a little bit in that like my oldest especially could look and say, okay, I'm doing this box and then I move on to the next box and then the next box. And I would try at night to fill all these boxes with whatever, you know, a worksheet, a phonics worksheet, a math worksheet, a puzzle, like little craft, whatever. But um, it, it was a lot of um, time that I had to put into preparing the boxes. And sometimes it worked better than other times. Sometimes it was a blessing because, um, the things were laid out and she knew what to do. But um, overall, I wouldn't say it went real smoothly because I just had so many littles in the picture and overseeing the whole thing was just complicated and hard, honestly. It was just an intense season. And I think when you do have a lot of little ones, um, it is, you know, you just have to really um, trust that it is a season and that the Lord is with you and that uh, many days may not seem smooth at all. Um, I still don't feel like my days seem smooth at all, but it's a different kind of crazy when babies are crying and, you know, there's diaper blowouts and the baby spits up all over the curriculum and all of that. Um, and I was in that season at the time. Um, so then we moved to our first house out in the country and we had a room, a huge room upstairs that we decided to make our schoolroom. The only problem is it seemed like it was going to be this great plan because it was this huge room and with this, you know, a beautiful view of the outside and uh, we set up um, plastic like picnic tables in there and chairs and we had, um, you know, the, the school furniture that we had purchased from Ikea, the cabinet and the shelves and other things and could put posters on the walls. I think we had bulletin boards. It was just really set up like a wonderful schoolroom. I remember a friend from church at the time um, came over and helped me unbox all these school books and set up my shelves. And, you know, it was just so sweet of her. And I was so excited because this was an amazing schoolroom. The only problem is that it was like in the furthest corner of the upstairs of our house. And it was not at all convenient for me to be able to be downstairs and prepping dinner or a meal or, you know, working on switching laundry loads or whatever needed to be done and running back and forth to this far corner of the upstairs of our house. And so that, um, you know, eventually we kind of gave up on that and gave up on the wonderful schoolroom. And we ended up making a preschool room, basically, because we had so many younger ones who weren't even school age yet. So we, we did a, um, a preschool area in our kitchen table area because we had a 
big dining room connected to our kitchen. And so we had like this breakfast table area and then we had this huge dining room. And we said, we can just have all of our meals in the dining room. And that was nice because it had windows we could look out and it had a big built-in, um, you know, a china cabinet. And then that freed up the breakfast room area. And so we brought down some shelves and put a little like um, table and chairs and put up some fun posters and just that whole area just looked like a preschool room and it was cute and I remember we uh, painted the pantry door with chalkboard paint and it was just a, a great little learning area. I put lots of our manipulatives and little preschooler toys in shoe boxes, plastic shoe boxes with the lids and stack them on the shelves and we had some great times in there. And at that time I was so um kind of overwhelmed with the season of life and so many little ones that we hired um mommy's helper to come in um once or twice a week and I would often have her to work with the little ones in that preschool area and I would work in the adjoining dining room area with, I specifically remember my third daughter who was learning to read and, and helping her in the dining room. And then the little ones were being helped in that kitchen table area. And so, you know, sweet memories there. It was a season of life where I had uh, three little girls in a row and, you know, I just remembered them running around and they loved for me to put up their hair and what we called mousy ears um, a whole lot and um, just a sweet season. Well, then we moved to our second house out in the country and we moved uh, farther out, way far out from town. And we turned the dining room in that house into a little schoolroom, and it was precious. The walls were painted red. It had beautiful white trim, and we went in with um, an old kitchen table that had wood on the top and black legs and a bench and some chairs, and we set it up and put bulletin boards on the wall, and that was a great schoolroom. We were there probably about three and a half, four years. Eventually we got rid of the table because I felt like the table was taking up so much space. We brought in a big cubicle shelf from Ikea and we bought desks off of Amazon. Now these desks are really great. Uh, they have black legs, they have a gray top. They're, they're just your traditional, they look like school desks, you know, where you can kind of keep uh, books underneath the desktop and they come with sturdy black chairs. Um, you can adjust them to the height of the child so an adult really could use the desk as well. So we started out and bought, I can't remember how many we bought initially, but we can, we've made several orders through the years to add more of these desks and they have been great desks. So, um, that schoolroom, that red schoolroom in the dining room, um, lots of growing up of our children 
in that schoolroom. It was not huge, so it always felt kind of tight, but it was cozy and it had a great view of the farm and the front of our farmyard and they could look out and see horses in the pasture. It was light and airy in that sense and um, and the red walls didn't close in too much because of the huge window and lots of good memories of that room. Well, then we, uh, we moved to another house and that house had a, an office downstairs. When you would come in the entryway, there was an office to the side and it had French doors and it was fairly good size. And um, the wonderful thing is that um, all the walls were lined with built-in cabinets. And so we had plenty of shelf space for all of our books. And, you know, by this time, our family library had grown really huge. And it's, of course, growing all the time. We love to put um, good books of that will encourage our children in truth and virtue and beauty and all the, you know, as the scripture says, whatsoever things are good and right and of, of a good report virtuous things. Think on these things. And we look high and low in our family to try to find those kinds of books to have available for our children. And we're hoping that one day our grandchildren will benefit from these books. And so having that schoolroom with the walls lined with built-in shelves was wonderful. And I had enough room in there to have a desk for myself, which was really helpful. And then these desks that we had ordered on Amazon and already used for years um, in there as well. I even did some um, podcast interviews with um, guests for this podcast in there. Sitting at my desk, I recorded some online convention workshops in that room. So it was well used. Well, we just moved um, just right around Thanksgiving of 2020. And we moved and we are so, so thrilled with the place that God has given us. We feel like this is the right place and we are just praising the Lord. But there have been some challenges logistically with the house. It's a very different um, floor plan and the storage and closets and built-ins and things like that are not nearly what we were accustomed to. There's no barn on the property and so um, We've just had a lot of things stacked up outside under the covered porches, and we have a storage unit, and Lord willing, we're going to have a barn built this year. But, um, you know, we're trying to, to get by and to make it work right now. At the same time, it's like we know that we're where we need to be, and so we just know God is going to work all of this out. But we, we moved in, and we had picked a room for the school room. We knew it was tiny. Um, we were determined to make it work. But after a couple months, we just really decided this is just feeling too tight. And um, so we have this big room upstairs. And we had this wall that was perfect, this really long wall in this upstairs family room. And we decided what we could do is get white desks from Ikea um, and get little cubicle shelves. I think the ones we 
picture like two cubicles across and three or four cubicles down um, the height. And so basically what we've done is we've put like a cubicle shelf, but instead of it being flush against the wall, it's coming out from the wall. So like it's sideways coming out from the wall. So it's not screwed in like the back of the shelf to the wall. It's screwed in through the side of the unit. So it sticks out into the room. And so what that does is it kind of gives like a cubicle wall. And so we have a white desk, a small white desk, and then this, this cubicle wall, and then another white desk, and then a cubicle wall. So each um, child with four of my girls are having their own homeschool cubicles. And it's working really well. We're still working at putting it together, but it gives them privacy. It gives them a place to put their things. And so they've got those cubicles where they can slide in their binders and their desks have some little shelves built in. So they've been able to put some fun decorative things and they're excited about it. And so we're working and on getting some more white billy shelves for this room upstairs to put our library on and probably some billy cabinets or shelves to put school supplies. So basically our school room is going upstairs in this big family room where we also have our music, our instruments and couches and all of that. So it's a really big room and it's kind of an all purpose room. But what it means is that, um, the schoolroom is going upstairs and for years I refused to do that because I remembered the house where the schoolroom had been upstairs and how hard it was just running up and down the stairs but we're in a different season of life now we don't have our youngest is five so um it is easier for me to run up and down the stairs than it used to be and my girls are able to be a lot more independent than they used to be and I think we're at the the season where this is going to work. And so that is where we have landed. And those have been our homeschool spaces. And you know, why am I talking about this? I just thought it would be fun to kind of reminisce and share and maybe something that I have said maybe has sparked an idea that might be helpful to you. But one thing I also want to bring out in this is that I think that our homeschool space, first of all, we don't necessarily have to have a homeschool room or a homeschool space. Every family is different. And some just love to just let the school kind of migrate around the home and they don't want a designated space. Or maybe some people just want to have like a big designated shelf. So not everybody chooses to have a homeschool space. I have found it helpful personally for us to have a space for our homeschool. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't also homeschool in other areas. When I have my circle time with my children, we're in a family room area around, you know, couches. And sometimes we homeschool at the table especially at lunch, I will sometimes bring something to read and discuss at the table. And sometimes on a beautiful day, especially where we've just recently moved, um, there, there's a lot of porch space and there's a tree swing. And it's also fun to take homeschool outside. But I want to just really um, make the point that our homeschool space 
or organization is not by any means the most important priority in the homeschooling. Getting our things organized can really help us, but the most important thing about homeschooling is the discipleship element. That is why we're homeschooling, um, so that we can um, raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord and try to prepare them for the world that they're going to be launched into. Try to impart a biblical worldview and, you know, seek to disciple their hearts for Jesus. And if us homeschool space can aid us in being able to achieve those goals better, that's wonderful. But it's not the most important thing. And as that verse, Joshua 1, nine says, you know, be of good courage. If you don't feel like you have a great space right now, if you feel like you're not organized, if you feel um, dismayed or discouraged, remember that the Lord is your God and he is with you whithersoever you go. You know, if you're in the family room schooling, if you're schooling around the table, if you're homeschooling outside on a blanket, he is with you wherever you go and just keep your focus on him. Last year, before we knew that we were going to put our house on the market and move, we uh, I had actually, probably late winter or spring, I had kind of decided, okay, you know, I haven't focused so much really on the homeschool room decorating or organization. I've been so focused on the discipleship, el- discipleship element, which is, you know, by far the most important thing. But this year, I'd like to really kind of focus on some fun decorating. I think my girls will appreciate that. Just kind of um, put a little more effort into the organization. And I had seen some um, some YouTube videos about people's homeschool rooms, and I had seen some amazing ideas that inspired me. And so I had begun to collect some things to sort of let the girls decorate their their space some and help us to be better organized to implement some of the organization ideas I had gleaned from others. And my husband and I had gone to Lowe's, and he actually was going to build kind of like some wooden cubicles around their desks and so we bought this wood and he had started to build these cubicles and he actually got up a couple of them but then all of a sudden our plans changed and we were going to be putting our house on the market and trying to buy this other house on a bigger piece of property and so all of a sudden all the cubicles didn't matter and as far as any decorating our realtor wanted us to be taking things down not putting more things up and so i was like oh wow my plans for this to be the year of you know really kind of uh, putting some new life into our homeschool space this is all gonna have to come well it came to a screeching halt and so now we've moved and those wooden cubicles are, we're probably going to repurpose that wood for something else because we've ended up with this whole different system with desks and cubicle shelves from Ikea. But I still have some of the organization bins and little decor for my girls to have fun with. And each of their cubicles kind of has a different color, pink, turquoise, yellow, um, and purple and so i still have that stuff and we're we're putting things together little by little but all of that is great but i just have to kind of laugh when i look back at last year and like okay you know i haven't really focused on 
making the homeschool room look amazing in a while. I've been so focused on just getting school done and, and the highest priority of seeking first the kingdom of God and discipleship and my podcast and speaking and writing. and But this year, I want to put some focus on um, being faithful in all those things, but I want to put some focus on making our space fun and, and maybe able to function better. And then as soon as I got on that path, it just, it was a screeching halt. And <laughs> so what's that verse that says that man makes his plans, but every decision is with the Lord. And we just, I think flexibility in homeschooling is so important. We need to hold things loosely and remain flexible. And so here we are now in our new home. We just got the desks and the cubicles up. We've been moving and shifting boxes and curriculum around and we've got a long ways to go yet. And we still don't have all of the shelves that we need to put up all of our books. And, um, so we're still very much in process, but, um, I can be of good courage and know the Lord is with me and um, he has it all under control. And in his timing, Lord willing, this is going to be a good system for us. So I hope that you've enjoyed just kind of taking this little, um, you know, walk through the past with me as I've remembered all of the little school areas that we've had through these years. And if I can just encourage you, just enjoy the years, especially with those little ones that you feel like your hands are tied and you can't hardly get anything done and things are very chaotic, but those years go by so quickly and enjoy the journey and keep your focus on eternity, on seeking first the kingdom of God, far above how a homeschool room may look and far above what curriculum you choose. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness all these things will be added to you. May the Lord bless you. Thanks again for joining me today. And um, I'll look forward to our visit together next time. Bye-bye for now.